0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Heart Sprained. Hey, Nadine. Hello, Mish. What's up? Oh, you know, I'm just living the dream one day at a time. What's up with you? You know, I actually, I'm glad that, like, for some reason that just sparked it in my mind that I haven't called you out yet on uh-huh. your Instagram stories this week. Why? <laughs> uh, you living the dream is oh, going, going to a backstreet place. Are you kidding me? That literally was like, not just the highlight of my like week, easily of 2019. I don't have a problem with you going to a Backstreet Boys concert. I'm all for that. I just did not know that my best friend was a concert recorder poster on Instagram. (laughs) I did it for the people because let's be real. If I'm going to have to listen to some concert bullshit on Instagram, it better be because of it's like some nostalgic stuff. Like I want it that way. Come on. Who doesn't want to hear that? In the middle of their Instagram story. Here's the thing. I don't. I never keep the sound on. I'll never turn the sound on anyone's concert footage. Well, some of my comments were funny. Your comments are great. I just felt like it could have been like a picture instead of a video. Well, that's for the people that wanted to hear. <laughs> as long as you love me. How and many larger people, than life. How many people message you and were like, wow, thank you. Made my day. Um, I actually did get a handful Okay, your mom does not (laughs) my mom wouldn't even know like what how to even turn the sound on for an Instagram story. Wow, I'm just so glad that like how however that just came to my mind, it was just perfect timing that I could call you out here. (laughs) Well, listen, you cannot appreciate the beauty that was a live recorded Backstreet Boy Instagram story. How do they look? Do they look like the dads that they are? Are They they look old as fuck, but, like, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. Like, I remember there was a moment when they were on stage, and I was just looking at their faces, and I was like, these are, like, old dudes. Like, if they were at a club or at a bar, and they came to try to talk to me, I would be so repulsed. Like, are they still doing the, like, I picture, like, head down, hand on fedora, one leg spin? Um, oh, it's not as corny as it once was, and it's definitely okay. been modified to adjust to their, you know, aching hips, I imagine, wow. and their, like, slower reflexes. Then they still do the, like, the nod with a little bit of shoulder shrugging and, like, a, <laughs> a pointing finger going across their body. Like Version of that. that. Yeah, there's a version of that. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a lot of '90s footwork. What? <laughs> yeah, like I remember watching them do that, and I was like, "Oh, I think I remember seeing that in their in their music video." Amazing. <laughs> but it okay. was fine. It was so amazing. Like they killed it, dude. And you forget how many songs they have too. I like know. there's there's literally like an endless catalog of beautiful hits that I could just, without even having heard some of them in like a decade, I still could belt them out passionately. Like two decades. Yeah. Ew. Stop That's it. wild. That's they've, fun. Well, they've been around for 26 years. I can't go there. I know. Mentally, it's, it, mentally I know. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's funny because the one, like, so Kevin, he's 47. No. Oh my yeah. god. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ew. Like, I know creepy, like, all around. Like, right. I know. Ew. I know. We were, like, four and they what? were, like, 20-something. Wait, and- I really need to... Process like all this. I know, I, I know. Oh my god. Mhm. It's gross, isn't it? Okay. Mhm. Well, so that was that, and you know what? That was a dream. I'm good. I'm glad. That's really good. Good thank to you. Hear. Thank you. Well, we had we had some good weeks, so now we'll talk about something a little. Uh... <laughs> oh <laughs> let's man, let's do it. All right. So this is the episode that we've had a lot of requests for, and I am a little bit prepared. I'm not fully prepared to take this on, but. Maybe this is a part one because I feel like there's so much to unpack with this topic. Um, we're gonna talk about cheating. <laughs> Ugh, dun dun, dun dun! Yeah, we really need like dramatic instruments for this one. My stomach just sank. I know. Okay, so Nadine, what do you? How do you define cheating? Um... Like, what is cheating? Not for you, but what do you think cheating is? <sighs> Well, I have a vulgar version, which I will avoid sharing, oh God, and then I have a more politically correct version, which will be you being romantically engaged in some way with a member of your desired sex that mm-hmm. is not me 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 being your the girlfriend, yeah, yes, right, and I think it's also. Something that you wouldn't do if your partner was in the room. Yes. That's, that's a good kinda, gauge. Something like, you would leave your partner over if you right. found out they were doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. Without like some sort of open agreement situation, of course. Yes. Um, which, you know, leads me to say that there. this is, a, again, another spectrum and something that is not one size fits all. So what's cheating to you might be nothing to somebody else, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that goes back to communication and communicating your boundaries with your partner. Um, but that's that's we'll start there. So that's a pretty good definition. That was pretty solid on the spot, Nadine. I, I'll ask you after what your vulgar version is because I feel like it's funny. But it feels like it feels like it needs to stay off this podcast. That's fine. I respect that. <laughs> Okay, so in my relationship research, I found that there are two types of cheating. Um, this falls under, like, why do people cheat? Mm. So this is tough. You know, I have a lot of people in my life who have been really hurt by um, a partner cheating on them. So it's, it almost feels like a betrayal to, to talk about this in any sort of way, like giving anybody an excuse. But it's, oh, there's always more to it. So don't think that I'm like giving somebody a pass. You know, don't be offended by this episode. <laughs> um, it's just kind of more factual. And maybe it'll take, make you take a step back. And it's, we're never like blaming the person who was cheated on. I think it's important to say that. Um, so the two types of cheating are according to a relationship expert named Tammy Nelson. She is from Ashley Madison. The cheating website. It's like oh. the website you go on. When you want to cheat on your spouse, it's rough. Like or I'm you want to, or you want to be the cheat. Yeah. No, that's the wrong interview. term. That's no. not the right term. But no, the person well, who wants you want to be the other woman or the yes. other man. Yeah. Yes, that's interesting. I would love to interview somebody who has been on this website on either end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the first type is called can opener cheating. How interesting, like I've never heard of this, so what the fuck is that? right? So this is a way to end a relationship, so this is when you're cheating to like get out of a relationship rather than confronting the relationship issues head on. Ooh, do you know who did this? who uh, If you okay. say like Brad Pitt, I will lose my mind because N- you're no so out of touch. no, I know I am so proud of touch, and that is a reference I would make. This one's almost just as old though, mm-hmm. so the he, okay, he's just not that into you, that movie, yeah. Do you remember Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Connelly's marriage? Yes. How, yes. you know, it was clearly not that great, but they're trying to pretend like it was great. Right. And he ends up cheating on her with Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. And and he tells her about it. And he his automatic response is, you know, I talked to my friend. I can go stay with him for a couple of days. Yes. And he doesn't even try to, like, yes, give her a I second. Yes. And she says to him, wait, wait, you're leaving me now? And he was like, yeah. oh, well, I just thought you wouldn't want me around and you know, he, he was so sure this was his out. Right. And that is actually like a, a perfect example of this. Yeah. The second you said it, I was like, oh, I remember that scene because I remember thinking like, what a pussy. Okay. So, so who do you think then more commonly does this, men or women? <sighs> I mean, I think men in general are are are, are they cheat more, to be honest. So oh, I agree. But I um, do think great. well Okay, I'll tell you both types, and then you tell me. Okay. So the second one is cheating that fulfills a desire. So they feel that their partner isn't fulfilling a need or desire, whether it's, like, romantically, sexually, emotionally. Hmm. One is more by women, and one is more by men. I feel like can opener one is more man. Okay. And the whatever second one you just said, the one to fulfill a desire, that one's more... Women, women, you, know, you have it backwards. No, you also, do. I'm gonna go ahead and say there's a third type of cheating. Okay, tell me. Sociopaths. Oh well, yeah. There's also just scumbags. That was right. Say, totally. Like, there's just assholes out there who don't give a shit about your right. feelings, and, don't and those care are about the people. Feelings. They kind of brought that up in in um, the interview with that uh relationship expert. She was saying that, sorry, men, but she was saying you know men typically need more validation that they're cool. Or that they're wanted, and sometimes they just there's that that temptation, but it's actually not as common as these two. So you're, oh no, I don't think it's common. I really don't. I just always reference it because that was my cheating situation. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm like, listen, he wasn't not getting any of like it wasn't like a lack of validation. It wasn't a can opener because, as far as he was concerned, he didn't want to end the relationship and he was surprised he that I wanted yeah. to end the relationship when right. I discovered that's the so cheating. True. It's sociopathic. It's insane. Yeah. He so, acts as a bad person. That's manipulative. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And it's someone who wants their cake and needed to. That's mm-hmm. it. So there is another sec- like audience, totally. I guess, or like group of people that do that. It's not just men. And I think some women do this too. So it's not to say that sometimes there isn't always more. Right. Usually right. there is probably like 80 to 90% of the time there is, but sometimes there just isn't. And the person is a huge, gigantic piece of poo. Right. And the one thing I can say, this is, none, none of this is like black and white, you know, but the one thing that I think is, is that there is no such thing as a perfect relationship or, and, or two perfectly mentally healthy people who are, you know, emotionally fulfilled in their own way or however you want to look at it. Who that like cheating uh, happens in the relationship? There's no such thing as the perfect relationship. And then you know, oh, we had it so good, there was no issue, and he or she cheated. Like that does not exist. There no. is an issue that somebody's not talking about, whether it's in the couple or the one person or the other person. I just don't believe that this is the thing that actually breaks you up. It's it's like it's not about what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's just a symptom. I would agree. I would agree with that. I think sometimes you maybe are unaware of the symptom. It's like dormant symptoms. Right, exactly. But, you know, when some... I don't know. I guess it's denial. Like, even years later, like, we had the perfect relationship and he went and cheated on me. And it's like, "Mm." Did you though? Yeah. Well, we always have this habit of romanticizing our relationship immediately after it's over. That is true. You know? And I think a lot of people just ignore everything that was wrong with the relationship they were in mm, and that is true. then when yeah and then you look back and you're seeing it through these like rose-colored glasses and you're like wow we had it so good he treated me so well when really if you were to look at it from an outside perspective no feelings involved you'd be like i mean it was like a six at best right right Ugh, I uh yeah. it. terrible So, you know, something that comes up a lot, especially when you think of breakups, it's like, how do you know when you should break up over cheating or if you should go to therapy and, you know, I think you have to start with the confession of cheating. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say, well, we also didn't, we need to go back to your two categories and like who does what more, because that's fascinating to me. Right. Tell me. Yeah. Like. Okay, so you want to tell me that men cheat more for validation and no. women – did I get that right? I, oh, wait. That's yes, what I you said. did. No, you okay. have that right. So, okay, men cheat more for validation purposes, whereas women cheat more as can openers. Well, it's, it's more like women are committing can opener cheating because they don't want to confront the issues in the relationship. They kind of just want to get out of it and don't want to face being the one to break it up. And men want to fulfill a need, whether, you know, however, they want to fulfill a desire that they're not getting, you know, they typically say, like, there wasn't that spark in my marriage anymore. Ugh. I know. I mean, I'm not married, so it's hard for me to relate to the whole, like, losing a spark thing. And, right. But I just imagine it's like any, like, long-term relationship. Yeah, and totally. It, it, it comes and it goes. Right. But do you still not agree with, like, the men versus women? We can debate this. I kind I of mean, see what you're saying. I mean, I, don't I can see know. men doing I, – like I said, like, it's not like this is black and white, you know? Right. I mean, men just aren't talkers, you know? Right. Like, they don't they don't care about, like, con- like talk, sitting down and having a heart-to-heart about their feelings. Like, it's very typical man behavior. Right. And maybe it's because I have that Bradley Cooper example in my head, you know? Where it's like they just will—they don't want to talk about what's going on, so they're looking for an easy out, and they know mm-hmm. cheating's it. So you they know, don't even try really hard to hide it. I think like something that I think is more common is like a gray area cheating, not even micro cheating, which we've talked about, but like I didn't, I, you know, like a couple that's on and off, or when you first yep. start dating. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe that doesn't even count as cheating, but I've been gray area cheated on, and I've definitely gray area cheated in my past. Yeah. Where I don't know, even looking back, and I think both, that's the one that's committed equally. For I would agree with that, because I think everyone's been in the gray area to some extent, right? I yeah. was gray area cheated on, and I don't really, and I, I forgave it, you know, and I got past it. So right. that... And I think every situation is just so different. You know, I will get into like the whole confessing part later, but I got back together with someone and I confessed to what I didn't even consider what I didn't even like refer to as gray area cheating or cheating in any way. I just said like, you know, when we weren't together, blah, 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 blah. Um, And he was so mad, so upset. Like, there was no, I, and we ha, I said this to him while we were getting back together. I said, Look, I can't like start off like on a bad foot. I want to, I want like a clean slate. And he was so mad and then like casually, quietly slipped in that like he also did the same thing. And I was Ew. like, wait, am I allowed to be mad here or do I feel a little bit better? And does he feel but Like I think it kind of Right. You Are you know, even? And, like, did you even the score? Yeah. And I watched this show called Southern Charm. So shout out to anyone as pathetic as me who oh, watches the show. And this guy was like cheating. He cheated on his girlfriend and she was furious, but then like hooked up with someone right after that to like level the playing fields. And I was kinda like I think that's good for both of them because then nobody can be mad at anybody and it just, it's done. I, okay. So I actually know a couple that did this, this, this is, this happened to them and he cheated first, then she cheated and she was, but she was punishing him for months after he cheated and it was very toxic and it's like not great. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he found out she did it. And instead of getting mad at her, he kind of was relieved. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I felt relieved. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, cool. Like we're both, we, we," because nobody wants to be the cheater. Yeah. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Right. So to find out that like, you're kind of on the even like, and, and, and I think I've, I've been on the end of it where I just felt bad breaking up with someone. Right, right. And then that you find out they do something and you're like, oh, well, now I feel so much yeah. better. And, you know, I was actually most mad that I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. If I didn't tell you this, you were never going to tell me that. Like, right. I was mad. That and then I you had flip the it. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I don't know. It's That's why it's one of those things where, like, it's not to go all elementary school, but, like, two wrongs don't necessarily make a right. You know, like, it doesn't. Yeah make sense to cheat just because your partner cheated that's not going right. to make either of you feel better instead it's just going to create this like cyclone of distrust right and it's funny because that didn't happen for at least that relationship it really did level the playing field but i can absolutely see it just becoming if you're like a competitive person in mm-hmm. that way or like you need you're just still bitter and spiteful then that is going to be it's just going to be like climbing up a ladder of spite and toxicity <laughs> Oh, my God. That sounds like a lottery. Nobody's going to come down from a lottery. Yeah, but I would, like, watch that on TV very happily. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Yeah, Bravo would pick that up easily. Maybe E. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's talk about confessing then. I have, mm. I have a very uh, sh- kind of a strong opinion on this. Well, I will say that in the incidents where I have been cheated on, which unfortunately, gray area or not, it's happened to me at least three times that I can think of. And I will say that the only time I forgave it and got past it and continued on with the relationship was the one time that he confessed to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. It's not like he told me and I was like, okay, well, at least you told me so we're over it. No, it still took a lot of work and a lot of time, but I was able to get over it because I didn't have to worry about the fact that he would be doing this behind my back. Right? He did it and he told me and it was kind of a gray area. Like we had kind of been sort of broken up for like a week or whatever it was, but um, but it was still cheating, in my opinion, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And but he told me he came to me and he said, "Listen, this happened, and I'm telling you this because if at any point we're going to have a shot at a future again or at another try, like you need to know." That's exactly why I did it, why right. I said it. And it makes sense. And to me, that you know, I, I was furious. Don't get me wrong. And I was very upset, and I was devastated. And at the time, I couldn't see myself forgiving him. I remember distinctly feeling like, oh, it's done, you know, it's over. And, you know, just over time and a little bit of patience, a little bit of resilience, um, maybe a little bit of coddling, (laughs) you know, a little bit of gif, a little bit of that. Right. (laughs) If the price is right, you know. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. um, But, you know, and and I remember, like, eventually I I was less mad. And the thing that it kept coming back to was, well, now I know if it, If it were to ever happen again, which I don't think that it would, he would tell me. Like I would, I don't have to be suspicious, you know. And that that was a big thing of it because, and I think cheating hurts people in different ways, you know. I think for some people, it's the physical act, Mm -hmm. and that's the part that you can't get past. Yeah, for other people, that's me. Yeah, and for other people, it's more the lying and the sneaking around, and Mm, that's also me, right? (laughs) (laughs) okay so basically it's all these parts for you especially because like I am a detective if something gets past me I'm like how right you're like I'm sorry what yeah (laughs) yeah and so I think it just depending on which part of the cheating is the part that you are most hurt by and it's also you know was it a one-time thing was it Mm -hmm. an ongoing thing was it someone you knew was it a stranger was it was it in a time when you guys were fighting? Does that matter? You know, it's, it's all these different things that I think will impact everyone on a different emotional level. Right. And, and this is my stance on it. It's a little controversial, but I actually think that this, I've heard it somewhere along the line from some sort of expert. So blame them, not me. Um, some people think that confessing to cheating only really helps a person who cheated to like absolve their, absolve the guilt from him or herself. So the, the other person who's being cheated on is really ultimately the one who, who suffers. while the cheater is like relieved of it, of their own like mental torture. Like, well, got that off my chest. Sorry. Now you have to kind of live with what I did. Like, yes, they suffer in their own way, but, like, they are really relieved of, like, the mental torture of it, I think. So, like, who does it benefit? And, you know, if it was, like, a one-off thing, you went on vacation or something and, like, you cheated on somebody one time, is it really worth, like, damaging your entire relationship, bringing it up? Or is it really worth doing that, you know? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I I understand the school of thought. I'm trying to be open-minded here. but Yeah, I hear you hating this. I do hate this because I don't think that it's fair of someone to, like, deceive someone to that level. Right. And just try to pretend like it never – like, ignorance is not bliss. Right, because then it's, like, built on lies. Right. And then it's, like – and here's the thing, and I'm a firm believer in this. The truth always comes out. I agree. Okay. It may not that, be today. I know. It may not be next week. It may not even be next year, but I'm going to go ahead and reference a Backstreet Boys song. Oh God. Help the call. Me. Okay. The call. You know what that little fucker did when he called his girlfriend? He said, listen, baby, I'm sorry. I just want to tell you, don't worry. I will be late. Don't stay up and wait for me. And what did he do? He went and he cheated on, on his girlfriend with some other hoe. And that's fine, but two years down the line, one of her friends found out that she wasn't his only one. And this then they a, broke up. This is a really in-depth, like deep story for a Backstreet Boys Boy song. I'm I gonna have know. to fact check this. Isn't it? I'm like quoting lyrics. Do that's you want wild. me to sing it? Cause I will. No, I'm really, I think we're all really good. <laughs> I really think that. I should spare everyone from that, but I'm just <laughs> saying it has a melody. That and is those hilarious. are the lyrics. And that is true. And, like I said, it just always comes out. That is the truth. You don't even have I, to look for it that hard. I love that you're saying this because I actually don't know if I ever told you this. Maybe very recently I did, but when I was in that gray area situation, you were actually one of the biggest reasons why I fessed up because you are a mutual friend
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: didn't know like what you knew. I wasn't really going around telling anybody things. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, and I was like, I don't i never thought you would do it maliciously but just you know in passing like maybe it would slip yeah i was like i could see this happening because we have too many mutual friends that it might come out right it's not worth it right and i was like oh my god like if i would look like the bad guy because i guess i was the bad guy but um well and not even that it's you do your relationship so much more harm yeah. when they find out so from an out. external source like right like yeah is there a chance that you'll get away with it of course there is but in on the more likely chance that you're not going to get away with it then your relationship's fucked because not right. only did you do this thing and cheat but you also lied about it and you hid it from them and they had to find out from someone else entirely right. that this happened. And at that point, to me, that's when the trust is completely just, it's, it's destroyed. And I read enough weird advice columns to know that like STIs, pregnancies, like things yep. happen. And that is a huge reason that people find out about cheating. And that is horrible. So you but, really yeah. have to be careful. I mean, I hope people are not cheating. Just be honest with people if you're not into it. Um, but, yeah, like, I think about that more than anything. Like, what if that were to come up and how do you not – I mean, that's, like, a really awful way to t- also tell someone that you've cheated on them. I, well, yeah, and also just, like I said, it like, okay, no one would have ever guessed that I would – or Caitlin, my best friend, would be watching Impractical Fucking right? Jokers. And see my piece of shit yeah. X on there right. with his side piece. It's, it is the craziest revelation of truth, right? And granted, I had already known that he was cheating on me because I had already broken up with him over it. But he had denied it. To, even when we broke up, he said, nope, I'm not doing that. I can't. And God wanted me to just have the peace of mind to know, like, no, you were right. You, you saw what you saw and you weren't wrong. He's been lying to you because guess what? Here he is on cable it's fucking television with this girl that you had weird suspicions about. Who I'm was one kidding. of like 10. Since uh, that episode of this podcast came out, I think once a week at least someone has brought that up to me. <laughs> that incident. Like that really sticks with people. I really hope it gets back to him. It never will because I don't know if they – yeah, no might... communication happens in prison but um... <laughs> i hope they play it over the intercom right <laughs> did i have an intercom i picture it like school <laughs> oh, <laughs> is, is that not how that works i don't probably know probably not i've probably never been not. in prison so okay so one type of cheating that i think no one should ever bring up i really feel strongly about this you ready i'm scared like emotional cheating if vomit. no one has ever touched anyone, it is going to do no good to tell your spouse or partner that you've done this. I think you just take that motivation that you have to share it and then turn it into, like, working on your relationship issues and needs. Because I think that is a disaster. I actually think, like, relationship therapists kind of agree with that. Um, I would agree. Maybe it's not information you readily volunteer, but... I do think that if you're doing that, you need to figure out, like, well, one, you need to figure out why. Right, get yourself in therapy. Talk about it. And the other thing is, though, it's like, okay, like, I I actually have a friend that is, that went through something kind of similar, and she went through her boyfriend's phone. And, first of all, if you feel compelled to do that, that's kind of a red flag, too. Wait, we need to talk about that. Yeah, we do. We need to okay. go through. We, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but she went through it, and she saw that he was just really consistently texting this one girl. And it's not that it was anything inappropriate. It was just a lot of sharing and a lot of talking. And it's really difficult to talk to someone of your desired sex on a very consistent basis to that level and share that much on a regular, consistent level, and not develop any kind of intimacy, I think. And that's mm-hmm. what she had the problem with. So I don't know. I mean, is it possible for men and women to be friends? I mean, we can have a whole other episode on yeah. just that. But I think it is possible. I don't think it's super – I don't think it's very common, well, you know? Okay, I think that situation that you just said, I think that is a case where, like, the emotional cheating was found out. Right, but I think if like you go to work and like nobody, like say you just have like a really intense crush on a coworker, well, that's or, different. You know what I mean? Or like you're emotionally cheating at work. It's not like there. It couldn't necessarily be found out like that. I think maybe that. I mean, just aside from someone finding out, I don't really think that's something you should volunteer the way like if an actual physical act happened. Okay, not to reference another early two thousands movie, but okay. uh, oh god, why did I get married? Dear I didn't friend. see that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So basically it's a Tyler Perry movie for anyone who yes. hasn't seen it. And basically there is a, so it's, it follows these four married couples who are all friends. They've all known each other for a long time and they all have their individual and unique marital problems. Right. And Tyler Perry's marriage is, you know, kind of an issue. I think it's actually the, why did I get married to the sequel that this comes up? Yeah. And apparently, his wife is like cheating on him emotionally with some guy named Phil at work. Oh, and Phil? he find, yeah, I know, right? Like who the hell cheats with a Phil? You cheat on a Phil. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's weird. But um, sorry, Phils. Sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, she. So it was weird because he found out, and he was so so much more like upset and devastated about that. And I think. For women, emotional cheating is more common. Yes, for sure. And that is way worse, I think. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. They're both shitty. But like, so maybe I get what you're saying. Like, don't go readily volunteer this information. But it's, it's almost more hurtful to know that your person mm-hmm. is sharing so much of him or herself with someone else. Right. Well, I'm saying if you have, if you feel the need, like, I have to be, I have to fess up instead of like fessing up, just take that motivation that you want to come clean and just work on your relationship, whether it's just like, Hey, I'm feeling off. Let's go to therapy or like, let's like just put that effort in a different way. Like, don't, I just don't believe in it. I just think it's going to cause so much more of an issue. What if it comes out in therapy? Hmm. Which it probably will. I just feel like if really, if I'm only talking if like nothing's happened, you just feel like a, an attraction to someone, I, I think maybe it could Attraction out- is different. Well, attraction is different than emotional of, right. cheating. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with Like, people are going to have crushes on other people. Like, just because you're in a serious right. monogamous relationship doesn't mean you're never going to be attracted to someone else again. That's normal. And if so that... You're if basically that, saying, like, I think it's making it worse than it has to be because I feel like with emotional cheating, like, you can really bounce back from it with your partner and, like, just really focus on what you need because you're not actively doing anything i i mean you are though because you're choosing to share pieces of your life with someone else instead of your spouse and i think if you have found some sort of solace in an outside partner then you need to kind of address that to your current partner and i don't know how you do that without saying like for example this person is doing x or this person is doing y And it makes me feel much better than when you do whatever you do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how you even know what the issue is until you address it. And you kind of say, like, the reason I know this is a problem is because I'm getting this fulfillment from someone that's not you. Well, I think that's more, you know, you start with individual therapy. Mm. For sure. I think you always start there before couples therapy. I think that's important. Like, check in with yourself. Try to figure out what's going on. And I'm pretty sure your therapist would work through those issues like why you know you feel that way with that person versus your spouse like what could your spouse do what is your spouse not doing or doing that's not that's making you go to outside of your marriage or your relationship um yeah I don't know I mean we could probably have our uh, whole episode on just that yeah oh my god I know um so have you ever emotionally cheated yeah totally hmm Absolutely. And I never fessed up to it because it's like, nothing happened. You know what I mean? It was just like fun, flirting, whatever. I don't think I ever did it. Yeah. I, I think certain people are probably more prone to it too. Like I'm much, I'm just like a, I just said today, like I keep describing myself as emotionally slutty. Like, I, I like reveal too much of myself too soon. Like, I I just, I think I connect with people very deeply, very early on, like, platonically and otherwise. And Mm. I think it just makes me really prone. Well, I guess this is kind of where being an avoidant attachment style comes in handy. Because it takes me so long to even feel comfortable being that level of vulnerable with someone I am dating. Yeah. And they have to jump through so many hurdles and hoops to get me there that if you're not in a relationship with me, like, you're (laughs) – there ain't nothing. It's way too much work for very little reward. (laughs) That is hilarious. Okay, wait. We need to talk about, like, going through phones. Because that's a huge thing with cheating. Oh, my. And it's such a huge relationship ender. And here's my thing with it. Like, I get so fucking angry when a guy's like, why'd you look through my phone? Are you kidding me? I found nudes. Like, I found your sex. And you're going to sit there and you're going to blame me for following a gut feeling. That turned out to be spot on, by the way. I That you were cheating. If you feel the need to go through a partner's phone... You have the gut feeling like from there, like, don't be surprised and don't go blaming anything. Like, I mean, yeah, blame, but like, don't just don't be surprised. You know, don't try to say like my relationship was perfect. I happened to, I just fell on top of his phone and it unlocked. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. His face, his face ID somehow recognized my face. Right. It's not happening. Like you don't look alike. And if you do stop dating, it's weird. Right. Right. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's weird. I don't know. I know a lot of people who pull the, well, was it wrong of me to look through his phone? No. And he says that. No, no, no. sorry. if you're to hide, you re- really are in the wrong. But if you have the, the desire to go through someone's stuff, like, yes ugh, even I, I agree. Don't do that. I don't do that. That's not part of my detective work. No, but here's the thing. I agree. And and the, the only relationship I was ever in that made me feel compelled to do that was mm-hmm. the one where I was severely cheated on by a sociopath. So, yep. Here's the thing. I I don't want to be in a relationship where I feel that urge, you know? And if I do feel that urge, I'm going to follow it. Yep. Totally. And that's, and, and that's that thing. And it's one of those things where you don't do it just to keep tabs. I don't think you should do it out of some sort of sense of control. I think you do need to, like, really take a step back and just trust your person. But if you have that nagging feeling and you just need to know – and you get the opportunity. I'm not going to tell you not to take it, right? And and if your partner is very protective of their phone, and like face down all it, the time, yeah, whole oh, face down all the time is mm-hmm. such a good one. Mm-hmm. Also, um, my like awful awful ex boyfriend, um, once he got a text from someone, and it said Jack, and we knew every we all knew each other's friends, and I was like, who's Jack? I don't know who Jack is. I was sitting on on the bed next to his phone. And it's popped up Jack. And I was like, oh, you got a text from Jack. I don't know who Jack is, right? And he's like, oh, give me that. And, like, obviously, it was a guy's name, so I wasn't, like, worried like that. I just was like, I don't know who Jack is, you know? And all of a sudden, like, he got really weird. I was like, wait, I don't understand, like, who's Jack? Why are you being weird? And he's like, nobody. And, like, eventually, he confessed that Jack was my friend Jill. What? Nothing was going on. Nothing. But he was that much of a disgusting person that, like, he what? made that even weird like he was texting my friend which actually i wasn't mad about but after that i was like should i be like well you made it weird by yep. disguising it if you've got yeah. nothing to hide like why I was also you it how that? clever that was jack and jill i know yeah. i was like you fucker <laughs> i was like you guys can go up the hill and die down it right now yeah that like really fetch gross-
1: that- yeah. yeah
0: fetch that fucker yeah, but um, I don't know that's yeah, I don't like that. I mean, and that's the thing like I remember distinctly, you know, seeing like so again, my sociopathic ex, he would have his phone and it would constantly be face down. That was thing. Number oh one. my god, that's thing. Huge. Num- yeah, thing number two is that he would never just leave it on the table and like go to the bathroom even or step outside. Yeah, it was always. And I and I noticed this. It was always in his hand, always in his pocket, always on his person. He could yep. not leave it near me. Couldn't leave it near me because he knew that at any moment yep. he could get a sketchy text message, and that it could cause me to like see something. And like he just didn't want me to do that. You know. That is and wild. I, remember, I cannot I believe that you. I know. I stayed way too long. Right. Like I know. knowing you now, it's wild. I know. It's huh. funny because sometimes you just need a dramatic experience to teach you, you it's know, true. that your 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 gut is not wrong, ever. and you don't want to believe like that yeah. there's something going on. You just want to think that you're the paranoid one, but sometimes you're not. No, you're really, and that's the thing. I'm not a paranoid person. Yeah, and I'm really not somebody that has severe trust issues, barring the occasional psychotic episode that I right, may right. or may not have, mm-hmm. which I think we all do. Yep. But all in all. I'm not someone who needs to keep tabs. I don't need to right. share locations. I don't I don't need that. I don't ever I, I'm I'm really not that person. I don't think we need each other's passwords. I don't think we like right. I'm fine with all of that if I feel safe and if yeah. I trust you. The funny and, thing is, like me and Mike, like we've never felt the desire to do that on each other's phones. Like Because I you trust each other. Yeah. Like there's just no he just doesn't care and like he knows that if god forbid i die first he's not the one who clears my google search history I am. you are I know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he knows i'm weird like he knows right I'm, you know and he sometimes he just doesn't want to know he doesn't want to know that you google you know like when will low-rise genes come back yeah you know exactly. he exactly that's Soon. fine Soon. i hope no hopefully uh- <laughs> literally never they need to go away I'm changing that subject right now. I'm not even. We have to go a where bottom by myself on why we're right. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go where bell bottoms went. I want them both at the same time. Anyway, I, I hate this conversation. So. I think this offends me more than cheating. <laughs> but I'll I'll let it go. <laughs> okay. So when and how do you know if you should like when do you think cheating should end a relationship or if you should take someone back, learn to trust them again? Oof. Well, here's the thing that I will say: I think a lot of women and men forgive cheating when it shouldn't be che- when it shouldn't be forgiven. Mm. And when should it not be forgiven? I think it should not be forgiven when it's part of a larger pattern. Right. So again, we going back to what Jenna said. You know, mm. the idea that words mean nothing, actions mean something, and patterns mean everything. Yep. So yes, this person may have done this one off horrible betrayal okay they may have cheated on you they may have lied to you they may have deceived you but let's say you've been with this person for years you know and this is the one this is one time that they fucked up and it is not reflective of their character it is not a pattern they don't typically have a history of lying to you and they came and told you you know and i'm not saying and some people can't get past it and that just is what it is and that's sad to me Okay, wait. I'm jumping in before you do it. Okay, I'm doing the 2000s movie reference. Oh, do it. You do know it. what's coming, right? I do. I feel <laughs> like I know it. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Take it away. Okay, Sex and the City. Steve and Miranda. Oh, exactly. It, exactly. That's exactly what I mean, though. Like, but you know what? That scene, that whole story was was perfect because it's like they clearly had relationship issues that they were not confronting. And you kind of almost felt bad for him, which is not very common. At the same time, you're mad at him. But the biggest takeaway I think that I got from that is I think it was like in their therapy session, actually, when I think that's when like the therapist said, like, you know, if you take him back, you can never like throw this in his face. Agreed. And Steve, you can never do this to her again. You know, like there has to be that agreement that if you take somebody back, if you decide to trust them again, you cannot turn around and throw it in their face, period. Right. Exactly. That's, that's a lot of work. Oh, for sure. And that's, and here's the thing I also think it's a gut instinct thing, too, yep. a little bit, because like I said, I mean, I was in one relationship where there was a gray area cheating situation. Right. And, you know, it took me a couple like months to get over it. It did. But when I did, I was over it. Right. And I was, yeah. The bottom line here is like, there are people who cheat and there are cheaters. Right. Yes. And that's why it's not necessarily true. Like once a cheater, always a cheater. It's just, and it's never, and it's never okay. Even if this person is typically a saint and if for you, that's it, it's a deal breaker and you're done and you don't want to look at this person. That's fine. Yep. You know, that's okay. The other thing, though, that really, like, upsets me, though, is that I feel like a lot of girls, when they do get cheated on, they are – their initial instinct is to Burned look past out. it. <laughs> I wish. I think their initial instinct is to forgive and work Key through it. Key his car. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, you it should think, be. You think that forgiving is the first – Yes, I do. I think for many women, especially, you're, and not even just women. I, I've, I've seen men do this too, but okay. they find out a partner's cheating and their first thing is like, yeah, it's anger and it's how could you do this? But within 24 hours, they're like, okay, like how do we get past it? They're already thinking ahead and they're okay. already thinking through how do we survive this? Like You're not thinking through, can I get over this? Do I forgive him? Can I trust him again? Or can I... Can I really look at her the same? You're not even asking yourself those questions. You're already thinking you skipped that whole how do I feel and can I get over this piece? And you're already in the next phase, which is, mm. okay, how do we get past this? What do we need to do? What do I need from him so I can forgive him? That's interesting. You know, when you first started saying this, I was like, no way. I was on Facebook looking at her pictures, (laughs) asking my friends if she's prettier than me, crying over the fact that she's prettier than (laughs) me. Ew, fuck her. Yeah. I'll make her less pretty. Just send me the name. I I bumped into this girl like a decade later, like a few years ago, and she got really drunk and like told me that she stalks my Facebook all the time and wanted to like look like me on her wedding day. It was the best oh, moment of my life. Oh my God. I'm so sorry if you're listening. I've, I've not been nice to this girl, but well, anyway. Uh... <laughs> I don't care who she is. I hate her. So, um, okay. So that's very interesting. I do. So I wonder how men process it then. Like if they're cheated on, are they thinking that, how to work through it? How to work through it? Are they just their ego so damaged they're done? i feel like it's a it's a not a gender thing as much as it is a personality thing okay i think for people who are typically alpha and dominant and you know maybe able to compartmentalize better mm-hmm. they are able to say i can't do that or at least take the time immediately after this kind of revelation to be like I don't want to do this, or I do want right. to do this, or what do I want, how do I feel, like whatever, and really make an informed decision, right? Right. Whereas I think people who are hopelessly a little more on the romantic side and are a little bit more, I don't want to say needy, because I do hate that word. But I hate it to, too. just a little more, you know, committed, I guess. not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, they see themselves as part of a unit versus two holes. Right. You know what I mean? I think sometimes you just – you literally can't imagine your life without this person. So it's it's more painful to imagine breaking up with a person than it is to have heard that they cheated on you, you know? Mm. And I think that's – it's really a perception thing. And I've been on both ends of that, you know, and where I've, or on both sides of that piece where I've felt like I can't picture not being with this person. I can't believe that this might be – how it ends. Like I can't, I can't wrap my head around that because of this revelation. So in my head, I'm thinking I'm considering forgiving already within hours. Wow. You gosh. know? Yeah. I mean, again, talk to me now, right, if that were right. to happen, that's not the case, but, and eventually thank God, like a week or two went by and I kind of got my bearings and it was, it was done, you know? Right. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's so, there are also, we have to say there are so many scenarios, cheating is like, there could be so many different types of cheating and yeah, how it's done, how you find out it all affects all, you know, the outcome. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really just a matter of, can you trust this person again? Yep. That's it. If you, so, if there is a possible yes and not a yes, because I want this to work, it's more of, but really deep down it's no. Yeah. It needs to be a firm, like I, I can act, I can feel like how I felt before I found out I can get there again so do you think there's a way to cheat proof a relationship no really no I don't I think I think some people are just I mean you can't cheat proof a relationship because there's no set of steps any two people can take to ensure that the other person will never do that to you, there's just that, that I, I don't. I don't see. I I I mean I'm, I can't wait to hear why. I just don't <laughs> think that that's the case. Like I think people are. Some people just are going. They're just going to do it. You know. And I, I I don't think know. think that to cheat proof your relationship, this is like you know outside of like doing your own work on yourselves you know, be making sure that like you're fulfilled and you're happy in your own way, you know, but you're, that's, that's step one, but like cheaper proof your relationship, it's, you know, being able to trust the other person, but also communicating like very honestly, even when it's very uncomfortable, it's telling mm. your partner, your biggest fears, desires, needs, and being very vulnerable, but also, most importantly, being a very safe space for them to do the same to you. Yes. So I, if you feel like you can go to them, or they can come to you, to I would tell agree. You anything, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, and I think again, does that eliminate your chances of cheating or being cheated on one hundred percent? No, I don't believe anything like that mm-hmm. exists. But I do think that it makes the possibility of cheating so much more likely or, um, less likely, less likely. Holy shit. No. (laughs) Wow. That's not the right, that was not the right time to fuck those words up. (laughs) Um, but I think if you are, again, because people cheat because they feel trapped essentially. Right. And that's usually kind of what the case is. Right. So if you feel like you have that kind of relationship with your partner where you can say anything and not just say it, but you trust that your partner is going to hear you and modify accordingly or work with you to find a solution. And to me, that's not something every relationship can attain. So it's less about cheat proofing a relationship and just finding a partner that's willing to meet you in the middle and that you are also willing to meet in the middle, because you're going to have to, as much as you can say all the things you need, you need to hear tough things too and you need to be able to respond to those and not be so defensive and I think that's what you're saying about like being the safe space for the other person too and and I just I don't I don't think that's something like out of all the situationships and relationships and whatever stuff that I have been through I am now in one finally where it feels like that is the situation but Mm. out of all the shit that I've been through and all the people that I've talked to dated whatever I don't think I've ever felt that that person was that for me. Yes. And I'm sure in some cases I was not that for them. Right. Exactly. It's definitely like a two way street. Yeah, it is a two way street. And I just, so I don't think you can just become that. I mean, you know, some of my situations and guys yeah. that I've talked to and they're just like, they're emotionally closed off. So there's just literally no way for them to talk yep. to you about what they need or what they're missing because they're just not, they're not going to do it. They're yep. not going to do it. It doesn't mean that they're going to cheat on you. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not. Right. (laughs) Again, that's an entirely different episode. Right. Um, Nadine's exes. Right. (laughs) Um, So, okay. I think one of the most challenging parts of cheating in a relationship is actually outside of the relationship, your friends and your family. When they find out that you've been cheated on, that person is dead to them. Oh, for sure. Like rebuilding the trust with your partner is one thing, but rebuilding the trust outside of your partner is like near impossible. No, I will literally fucking kill a guy. Right. Who, cro- who cheats on my friends. Like I yep. will. I am much more inclined to destroy that person's life than like a guy who did it to me. Yeah. it's it, And I mean, and the sad thing about that though is that I think a lot of people know that so they don't tell their friends. Sometimes when they're going to something like this and that's devastating. And the real, only reason you don't tell them is yeah. because you are considering forgiving them. And, you know, we've all been on both sides of this. Like mm-hmm. I've had friends whose boyfriends cheated on them and, you know, they come to you, they're devastated. You're there for them. And then they get back with the moron and you're like, are you the moron? Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know. It's very difficult, but I actually want to say that you have to, Trust your friends. Trust them to make the good choices and make their own mistakes and learn from them because you really can't do the work for them. Yeah. And like, just try to have faith in the relationship without enabling them. Very fine line. You hate this. I hear how much you hate it. I do. I hate it so much. I, I, cause I'm always the first one to be like, fuck him. Let's key his car. Let's burn his house down. Let's get him fired. Let's, yep. <laughs> let's, let's hack into his bank account and make him go bankrupt. Like, let's just destroy his wow. life. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't – like, here's the thing. I don't take cheating lightly. I really yeah. don't to me or to anyone that I care about. And it's just it, – it infuriates me. So as much as I can sit here and try to be open-minded, and in some cases I was, <laughs> I'm inside. I'm like, I want to fucking strangle right. anybody who thought that it was a better decision to betray that trust to that degree than to just fucking say something. Yeah, I know. It's so much harder on the outside. Yeah. Because you love the person and you hate when somebody hurts your friend. It's just so much worse than when it's happening to you. Um, So I do get that. But I mean, are you on board with what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, I'm like trying to be because you're allowed to disagree, but you need to give some guidance to people if you want to be, that type of friend, where you you think that they should just, you I mean, know, ugh. here's the thing. end it. Ugh. I mean, like I said, it is so gray, and I do agree with that. I do think that it requires a lot of, you know, you have to remove yourself from the emotional piece of it and look at it just from like a logical, right. holistic perspective. The other thing that's frustrating is that you're never going to know all of the details. Exactly, you're going to shut that ima- shut the yeah. friend out. Yeah, and you have to just like you have to support your friend. Period. Yes. even in dumb. Even with dumb choices that they make, you have to support them. That's your job as their friend. Thank you for supporting me during my dumb relationship with Adam. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> was that enabling or supporting? or? Maybe I think I you afraid. enabled me, but it's fine. We were kids. Part I of don't. me just like, didn't want to be arrested like, along with you. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Not that you've been arrested, but like, right. I felt like he was on a bad path and you were joining him. Oh, my God. he will. He's definitely in prison. One it's can fine. hope. I know, but yeah, no, I I get it though. But I remember even in that relationship, I remember way before I got the finite proof that he was cheating, right? I remember seeing something in his phone again, but I didn't look for it. His phone was just up and I saw it. And it was a text message from some girl that he had met when he was on vacation. And it said something like, you're too perfect or something. I hope she used the wrong you're. That's how I fix it. (laughs) Ah! Well, his, his phone was in like some weird Disney font or some shit, which honestly should have been my sign to get the oh, fuck out. My yeah, God, run. so it's kind of I know. I if your boyfriend has that, run, <laughs> run, keep running, don't stop running, run so fast. You are, you are Usain Bolt, and he is, I don't know, wherever Usain Bolt was running from. <laughs> Good so, one. Thank you very much. I thought it through. Um... So, yeah, and I remember reading it and i and I said something, I was like, "Why is she saying this?" And he deleted the thread, and that right there should have been all the oh proof I needed, God. right, but I didn't you know i i I was weird about it for a couple of days, and then I decided to let it go. but I didn't tell any of you guys that because I knew what you would say or what yeah. you would do, and I yeah. Thought, and I just, right. I didn't want to hear it because I'd already made the decision that mm-hmm. I was going to let it go and get over it. And I didn't want anyone to judge me or talk me out of it. I think we can agree that like you are definitely the the hard truth friend and I'm the supportive friend. And I think we're both too much in each of those respective roles. So true. Like I could border, I could be borderline enabling and you could be borderline me. <laughs> oh, I'm. there's no borderline. I'm I cross into mean territory easily, yeah. but it's fine. We find that that happy balance. Yeah, um, someone just needs to hear it from both of us. Right, exactly. We're a really good match like that. As we friends. are. So we if are. anyone's you know in the market for two best friends, you know if we're the two best <laughs> friends that anybody nope. could have. Okay, I'm, and we'll never ever leaving. ever 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 leave each other. Oh my god! Or this podcast. All right, the podcast is canceled. Turn <laughs> on um. Alright, so I feel like we kind of covered everything. What do you think? I mean, we could talk about cheating for days, but I think oh, wait, for there, there is one more thing. Oh, shit. Hit me. I can't leave this out. Okay. Should you tell someone if you know that their boyfriend or girlfriend or partner is cheating on them? <laughs> I was going to bring this up, but I was like, maybe it's another episode. Oh, my God. Um, I think it really depends on a bajillion factors. Like, okay. I know, I know people who have found their friend's husband's on Tinder. And I know people that have had a boy, like another person's boyfriend hit on them, whether it was at a bar or on Instagram or whatever. And depending on how close they are to the person, depending on the level of interest that the person Mm -hmm. was showing I've seen it go both ways. I've seen some people say, yeah, I'm going to tell the person. And I've seen other people say like, well, no, we're not that close. Like, it's not really my business. You know, yeah, I'm kind of in the it's not really my business category. But because I also feel like it would be humiliating to be like to hear it from a stranger. But then I'm sure people would be like, well, it's less humiliating than it is. Like, I want I'd rather know. It depends how close I am, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not going to sit there and pretend to, not that I don't care. Like, I know some people are just like, girl for girls, you know, like Mm -hmm. you see a dude, like tell, whatever. But I I don't know that that. I, I don't buy that either. I think it's not really my place to destroy this relationship because I don't know what's going on with them. Totally. And I just think that there are so many factors and scenarios. Like you don't know if they have like an open thing. You don't know if they're separated and they're not really ready to talk about it with like, people in their lives or outside of their lives um yeah yeah that that is a whole other episode i think yeah so that's why it's Uh kind of tough i don't know would you tell i mean would you tell me oh you absolutely a a close friend like you're gonna know and i'm gonna be like the true detective that i am exactly and the other thing too is like you why would the stranger trust you well like you said it could be like um just seeing them out or seeing them on tinder or Yeah, but like I mean I guess you could always screenshot and have proof, which which by the way, like I know girls have done that when they find out that they're the other woman. That's different though. Yeah, like just so everyone knows everything you say and do is being screenshotted, especially if it's risky. So Oh yeah. So be careful. And I think if you find out you're the other man or the other woman, that's different. I would absolutely tell someone. If I found that out, right, and I'd be like, "Oh, by the way, your husband's been dating me for six months." So I like, just don't know if I want to be involved in that. Like, I would that's do not it. My job. That's I would. No, it job, is my right? job because you dated me when you were married. So guess mm. what, fucker? I'm gonna go tell your family. Like, yeah, I guess it really depends on like how much like it's messed up your life too, right? But I think if it's just like a casual kind of like, um, what do you call it? If you casually are just kind of like, uh, so yeah, I found your person on tinder and they like whatever right. that to me is like eh, no but if we were in a full-on relationship like I would tell like and I've had girls message me before when just because it's actually just one girl that did this but I so some guy <laughs> and I like had matched on a dating platform like years ago like four or five years ago and I don't even remember who this guy was and we never even met but he would just kind of message me every now and then trying to meet up, but I wasn't really that interested, so I kind of blew him off. For some reason, years later, this girl had my name somehow, like, got it from his phone or, like, from his Instagram or something and felt the need to message me to tell me that he was engaged to her while he was trying to meet up with me. Oh, my God. See, that's unnecessary to involve you. So unnecessary. And I didn't give a shit. I was like, well, I – I didn't care about this. Person, yeah, like that's you. So. Me. I'd probably like send flowers and apologize. I was like, I mean, I talked to her. I was like, I'm, I mean, I, I no, was I'm, like, I'm really sorry it's that stupid. you like, got cheated on. But like, right. I, I, I mean, for what it's worth, like he and I never met up. So yeah. if you did cheat, it wasn't with me. Like I didn't, Ew. you know. I, in all honesty, would probably end up being her, like, shoulder to cry on, or I would just I can see see that happening. Yeah, but (laughs) that, like, that is the most unnecessary. Yeah. I would have been annoyed. I wasn't annoyed. I was just like, oh. I mean, I get it. She was kind of like, I'm just going through all the girls in his phone who I've seen messages between (laughs) because I feel like they all need to know. And the funny thing is, I know. Well, the funny thing is, I remember when I found out Adam was cheating on me, I felt compelled- to email the other girl, even though she was one of like 30. Right. And I ended up saying to myself, okay, she might know about you and not give a shit. So Mm -hmm. you might look like an even bigger fucking moron if you message her. So I ended up just writing it out in an email and I was going to like, I knew her Facebook, so I was going to send it in a Facebook message if I chose to send it. And I was like, let me just sit on this for a couple days. And then I read it back like three days later and I remember reading it and I was like, this sounds so pathetic. Yeah. I can't you, yeah. send it. I can't send it. As much as I wanted to ruin yeah, anything else he had right. going on, I, I I just couldn't like destroy my own like pride that much. Right. I could you will do never it. regret not sending yes. that. <laughs> yes. Never. And I it's funny, I actually found it in my drafts like not oh my that God. long ago. And I read it, and I was like, holy shit, I sound like such a desperate loser bitch. I'm dying. (laughs) Do you think they're still together? Uh, No, because he's a psychopath. True, 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 true. Um, But maybe. That's cheating. Yes, it is. On to millennial dating term. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so this one does not have to do with cheating. That's fine. But you know, let's like freshen it up a little bit. And and you know what? Well, I do have a, a break up a breakdown surprise. I'm gonna give mine the excite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, our millennial dating term of the week is cloaking. Have you heard of cloaking? Yes, but I don't remember what it is. Okay, as as perfect. most of the terms you bring to my attention. Okay, perfect. This one is like the most like you're a despicable human being, just ugh. So this is when you not only get stood up on a date, so you go to the, you actually make a date, you go to like a restaurant or a bar or whatever, and the person not only does not show up, but then they block you and like prevent you from mess- messaging them and contacting them on every form of, you know, app or social media possible. So they basically like glo- like cloak themselves, they're like invisible, <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god that is the trashiest shit i ever it's, heard honestly i don't under i cannot imagine anyone doing this but it's there it, it happens enough for there to be a term for it that's disgusting it's so mean and i feel so bad if i i'm mad that i like put on mascara i'd be oh mad my about that. god i would be like i don't even know i mean i would fuck some shit up for sure yeah, but you can't because you can't ever get to the person. I would find a fucking way. I would find them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would. I'd just call you. I'd be right. at his place of residence and his work within a matter of hours. Right. I need like a billboard, like been cloaked. Contact. <laughs> <laughs> Contact Spano and Spano Associates. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my new job. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. So that's, that's our millennial dating term. It's pretty short and sweet. And like I said, I cannot even think of the type of person that would do that other than a monster. And if that's done to you, honestly, you should just like somehow find a picture of them, screenshot it, share it on your social media and make fun of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. And get us involved. Yeah, for sure. I want to know if anyone's actually been cloaked or has cloaked. I'm so, so into this, but I don't really yeah. think it's that realistic. Um, but it happens. Yeah. Um, Okay, so our breakup breakdown. Ooh. Oof. This was a big one. So, I, obviously, I mentioned before that I'd um, been cheated on, but this relationship is the worst relationship, so toxic that I'm not yet ready to talk about it fully. Um, but I'm so ready to drag him a lot about the cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was dating this guy from high school. And, uh, he was, I would say like, just a monster, just like an, I would say like really by definition, a narcissist, which is why I'm into like the whole talk about narcissism and narcissists, even though it's like really overused in culture right now, some people really fit the bill and he is one of them. He was like so charismatic and charming on the outside and like a total monster behind closed doors. So that's like the type of person he was. I was not surprised that this happened. But we were each other's like first everything, you know. It was like our first serious relationship, and it would be like catastrophic if somebody cheated because of that. You know, we were young, so we started dating in high school, and this incident happened freshman year of college. So, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but that um, he broke up with me like on Facebook, and I didn't know until I went on Facebook. Um, and oh. this was like <laughs> <can> laugh. <laughs> So, like, it's like the pettiest shit. I know. Especially because, like, this was before I, smartphones, so I had to, like, I look. all but had to, like, dial up internet to, like, <laughs> find out I was single. You were single for hours before you knew it. It's not funny. I'm not even kidding. I was single for hours before I knew it. Someone told me. <laughs> oh, Somebody no. was like, Michelle, I'm so sorry to hear about you and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you guys broke up. And I was like, what do you mean? Right. Like, I saw, saw it on Facebook. And I was oh. like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so, yeah. Terrible. So I'm pretty sure like that we broke up like every other day. Like this was just one of those relationships. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's how we broke up because we got like a stupid fight. We were always fighting. And I didn't really think it was different than any of our other fights, like any of our other little breakups. I thought we would be getting back together, as always, this did not stand out as any different type of fight, I guess, or mini breakup. And um, we, I went out with my girlfriends that night. We went to a frat party. I'll never forget walking through Pie. Shout out to Pie, <laughs> um, And walking down to the basement with my friends and I see him grinding with a girl and like I I had never seen him with like near another girl and he was the type of guy who accused me of like cheating on him a million times and I never did that you know Gas I was like a really yeah for sure and he was so jealous he couldn't see straight he was so controlling it was horrifying but so all of a sudden like I see this and I'm like wait I, it was like an out-of-body experience I was like that cannot be him and I like, I had a full cup of beer in my hand. And I remember thinking through this, like, okay, I'm going to pour the beer on them. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> and then like, I just remember like really quickly, my mom going through my head, like, you do not do that. <laughs> like my, if my mom ever found out about this story, she would be like, you did like, forget him cheating on you. You poured a beer on someone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just pulled myself together and I was like, be classy about this. But I did walk right up to them. Pulled them apart from grinding and making out, and I was like, Regina George, what is this? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I was like, Are you kidding me? And I gave the girl like the elevator eyes, like, Are you kidding me? And I remember being, and I was like, Out of my mind, like, What is going on? It was so horrible. And then I'm pretty sure they, like, went back and continued dancing. And I was like, I'll kill everyone right now. Mm. I was so mad that they, like, it was like he was so unfazed by this, right? So I'm seeing Red. I don't know what to do. And then finally, I actually had to pull him away from the girl because they're just dancing. Wow. And, like, I had to talk to him about this. Like, what are you doing? He's like, we're broken up. I'm like, this, for me, it was just a regular, it was a Thursday. You know what I mean? Of course, we're broken up. Right. So obviously that relationship was had serious issues. But so anyway, uh, we really did break up after that. And I really did like compare myself to this girl in every way. I was just like, oh my God, like for him to leave me, like for real, for this girl, like what is going on? It was like an alternate universe. And I was so depressed over this. And I, and I lived in the same dorm as both of them. Oh. So I had to like, like I couldn't even leave my dorm without look, being on the lookout for it. And she was like a big dork. And like, I just thought in my head, I was seeing her as this like model. She was literally like the dorkiest person ever. But I was like, she is gorgeous. Oh my God. I'll mm-hmm. never be like this. And um, I didn't know if that had continued or not. And like we, I would hear from other people like, oh yeah, I saw her. I saw him in her room, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd hear that they were hanging out. And I was so upset over it. About three weeks later, uh, somehow we ended up, like, kind of, like, talking again and, like, sort of being, like, okay, we're getting back together. And then we decided to because I'm an an idiot. There's no other way to put that. Um, We were 19. I was, yeah, really – and, like, really, really dumb. And I believed him when he said, like, you know, it really was just, like, stupid. And, like, he kind of, like, made fun of her to me, which, like, kind of was a bad sign. Like, he said, like, something really mean about her. I really want to say it, but I won't because he's mean. But can you um, say it? What I need to know what he said. I, I actually, it's so mean, I could never say it. I'll tell you <sighs> later, but it's so mean. And I loved that. But that's like a sign of a really bad guy. It's like you just don't do that, he's, he's just a bad guy. And he made fun of something on her physically. Um, it was a low, low blow. Um, and so i was like okay i guess i'm prettier than her now
1: (laughs) oh my god i just like
0: had such low self-esteem especially over this it was just like heartbreaking and so i believed him that that was just like a stupid thing and he thought she was like a big dork and a weirdo and Mm -hmm. like so then i get mono i'm really not thrilled because i found out that everybody knew that her roommate had mono and Ugh. that's how I got mono. And I was like, I felt like, oh my God, this is like coming back up again. It was almost like an S T D of sorts, you know. Right. Like, I mean, like it I kind was of really, is. Really mad about that. So I had to like get past that. And so then it was like, you gave me mono. And it was like another incident from this. So and then I would bump into her in the dorm all the time, right? And then um like a month after it. This, this guy was in my room and he was like, so you're back with blah, 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 but he's still hooking up with blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, he's not. We have an agreement that he will never talk to her again. And he was like, really? Because I saw him in her room yesterday. Oh, no. And I was like, you're lying. He was like a caddy type of guy. And I was like, you're lying. I'm like, there is no way I would not know about this. There's no way. And so I asked him, and he was like, no, he's a liar, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I just kind of knew in my gut, and I just kept pressing, and he was like, okay, fine. I was in her room. We've been hanging out. Oh. oh. Yeah. And, like, you know, there was was a lot. There was, like, a year left of that relationship, unfortunately, but, like, he is a disgusting person, and I really regret getting back with him at that point, but you live and learn, and that's that's my breakup breakdown of that story with cheating i will kill him i i hate him so much right now i will dismember him honestly the the sad part is that's not even the worst that he's ever done to me i know i know that's like really i want to kill him yeah he's i will dismember him digit by digit yeah i would love that anybody like listening who absolutely knows who i'm talking about uh, maybe the story surprises you because he's so happy and nice on the outside, but uh, the, his stories will come out eventually. On this, he's a um, fucking monster. I hate this piece of shit. Yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Took a darker turn than usual, but Ugh. I hate him. Yeah. So don't if you know if if it's happening multiple times, if you're catching the person, like, do not take them back again, like I did. No. No, and don't you you just. As much as as painful as it feels to not be with the person, it you will be fine. Yeah, I let the other you. person have them. Yes. Get, let them have them. That you you don't deserve half of somebody. Right. Right. Fuck that shit. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So that's like a really rough way to end this. But, you know, trust your gut. We always say that. Two things. Trust your gut and get yourself in therapy. You really can't go wrong. Like your, no. your relationships can only improve. And your happiness can only improve. Woman, woman's intuition is real, man, and men's intuition. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that shit is so real. And someone once told me, I think that your gut feeling and your intuition is really just your subconscious registering facts. Ooh. So it's just a really real and raw. It's not just like instinct or something from like. A weird woo y external source. The pattern, yeah, exactly, ex- exactly. Like it, that's not what that is. It's literally you have identified and seen things that yeah. don't add up to the story you're trying to tell yourself. Mm-hmm. And totally. it's important that you listen to that and that you do better because you deserve better. Absolutely, that's a very nice way to end it. I'm glad. Well, anyway, if this episode resonated, if you guys have a cheating story you want to share or another way to talk about this that you think um, you think would be interesting, please let us know. Yeah. We could talk about this shit for years. Right. Um, so yeah, feel free to slide in the DMs on Twitter, Instagram, at HeartSprained. And as always, if you like us or love us or are even lukewarm about us, please feel free to rate and review on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, Our reviews mean a lot to us. So please please feel free to do it. Um, And other than that, we will talk to you next Sunday. Bye, everyone. Bye.